25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we got about to I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 Y The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. The Farm Bureau Studio. Welcome in. I'm Matt. Farm Bureau Insurance and favrates.com. Hey, you can be a part of the shoe, the shoe, the show. The show. You can be a part of the show, not the shoe, the show. <laughs> you can be a part of the who show. You, who you had Sullivan? Shoe can be a part of the yo. Really big shoe. Shoe can be a part of the yo, or you can be a part of the show. Either one. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Hit me up on the Divinity Equipment phone line. It is 995-1059. It's a 601 number, 995-1059. The text line is wide open. We have some to get to there. 885-ESPN, 885-ESPN. The number is actually 885-3776, but there you go, 885-ESPN. And uh, tweet me, at Radio Wyatt. I've got a lot of tweets there to get to from Brad and Jeremy and Andrew and Chad and everybody. I'm going to get to some of those also. First up, though, let me go here to the text line. So this name and likeness, pay the players. Governor of California signed something in that says it would be illegal to actually punish a college athlete for getting money for name and likeness stuff. All right. And so ripple effect, what is that going to mean? The rest of the country all going to watch it. It goes into effect 2023. So in other words, unless something starts popping between now and then, this will be kind of a long a long set-in for this deal to take effect. But and, and yes, there will be twists and turns. What if the NCAA just says, okay, you know, we're just going to start phasing you guys out and you all will be out of the NCAA at the same time this thing takes effect. Well, this is... Just do a scorched earth policy. Yeah, well, here's what we do know, Roger. There is no way... Y'all can play with Notre Dame. There is no way, under the current NCAA structure and rules, that those schools in that state can compete with everybody else under the NCAA rules and structure as it stands right now. That is a fact. Like a de facto... A violation, right? So it either it it it's going to have some effect one way or the other because either on the schools or on the NCAA, but and and potentially both. Okay, but we were talking about that earlier, and I kind of facetiously said, "I'm just go ahead and put it out there, y'all. Just go ahead and just go ahead and let everybody know this. I'm not saying I'm ever going to break any NCAA rules while <laughs> my school, Mississippi State, is." abiding by NCAA rules. But if in the state of Mississippi they come along and pass this thing, name and likeness deal, okay, and we get all up into it, like we just move forward right into that, 
I just said in the first hour, I went ahead and put it out there. Just run and tell them. Then Matt Wyatt Media is going to have a name and likeness endorsement deal with either a recruit that I want to go to state <laughs> or one that's there. Just go ahead and tell you. I'm going to do it. Put it out there. <laughs> going to happen. Well, we got this response on the text line. The problem is Matt Wyatt Media is in competition with every other high-income alum that wants their team better. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. There may be some that I couldn't compete with financially, right? So are, is this texture insinuating that there might be a bidding going on? Not because there is this huge following for said athlete, but just simply because I want to win football games. <laughs> of course, that's what you're insinuating. And of course, that's what will happen. And some people want that to happen. And that's what some people want. I, You know, hey, it is. I've gotten to a point like, I'm. why do I care which way it goes? Really? Ain't no skin off my back either way. But let's just look at it fact for fact. Buddy, you think, I mean, I'll give you an example. Let me see if I can find this. Feldman, Bruce Feldman. Let me look him up on Twitter. I always have a hard time finding this guy. Why can't I find his tweets? Here we go. He is Bruce Feldman, college football, writes for The Athletic. Who wrote The Meat Market? He wrote The Meat Market. Bruce Feldman did. All right, so here's what he tweeted uh, earlier today. With all of the skepticism tied to lawmakers getting involved in college sports and how wild it would get, Talking to coaches around the country, cheating is as widespread now as it's ever been. And the NCAA can't slash won't do anything about it. And then he um, it promoted a podcast that he's doing. Said one of the rare things lawmakers on both sides of the aisle seem to be in agreement on these days, college athletes pay for play and name image likeness. We discussed that. Cheating. Which powerhouses have impressed and which haven't? So cheating's kind of thrown in there. Well, here's my question, Bruce, and so many other media members. If you got coaches telling you, you got these contacts, you got coaches telling you that cheating is so widespread, more so than it ever has been, where's the reporting on it? Huh? Where's that? With all of the skepticism tied to lawmakers getting involved in college sports and how wide it would get, talking to coaches around the country, cheating is as widespread now as it's ever been, and the NCAA can't and won't do anything about it. And well, report on it then. Yeah, the coaches reporting each other. Yeah. Is that what it is? Feel free. Report on it. By all means. I'm, I'm a willing reader. I'll read. I'll buy a subscription. You report on it. Mushy-headed media, man. Tell you what. But, um, yeah, okay, so you, you're telling me that cheating is as widespread now as it's ever been, and we think this is going to help? <laughs> it's just so much. All right, so what if you what if you agree that cheating is as widespread as it's ever been? What does that mean? How are they cheating? What are the details of that? You mean to tell me that right now, 
student athletes are getting money beyond their scholarship? Really? And let me ask you this. Let's say a recruit out there gets cash. Is he paying taxes on it? Hmm. So who stands to gain if they're paying taxes on it all of a sudden because now it's above board? The government. Who stands to gain there, Roger? Let's see in what state has the worst deficit right now. Where would that be? Ah, uh, it's out west somewhere. Out west. It wouldn't be California, would it? Yes, that's it. That's it. <laughs> hey, and Roger, let me tell you something. We are two old boys from Alabama and Mississippi. Okay? <laughs> you from Pontotoc. I'm from all over Alabama. Neither of us are brilliant. And look at us. <laughs> and this is not hard. It's all to complete his high-speed rail. <laughs> <laughs> None of this is really all that difficult. You know, you ask yourself, why are people so passionate in certain sects, in certain pockets, about getting the NCAA and how unfair it is? Why? There's There's always motivation. You know, and for Chris Brooks, my friend Chris Brooks, it may be genuine. Chris hasn't got any skin in the game. Okay, maybe it's genuine. But Chris is like .00001%. <laughs> because I promise you, there are lawyers and lawmakers that want that money. Yeah, because they're going to get a piece of it. Absolutely. Whatever from 20 to 33%. Man, and I'm telling you, lawmakers and lawyers and people like that, they sit around and they see – billions of dollars existing somewhere and that's how they live that's their daily routine where is the money and how can i go get it by any means necessary do i need to bribe a judge let's go get the money I, well bribing a judge that's kind of underhanded so what I want the money well right now it's under the table right getting thrown around hard cash we can't money oh yeah well if you make it legal you can because then it's above board. We tax all of it. Go get the money. It's really not that hard. So, as it pertains to recruits and student athletes, I think uh, your everyday fan out there probably going to still root for their team and all that kind of stuff. But don't listen to me. If you listen to my show and don't hear anything else yesterday, today, or tomorrow – Listen to me right this minute. Listen to me. Stop. And listen. Do not be naive enough and mushy-headed enough to believe the line that you are being fed that this name and likeness thing will open up opportunities for the little guy, for Southern Miss, or State or Ole Miss as compared to the big boys right now in Blue Bloods. If you believe that, you're being way too gullible. You're not thinking for yourself. And you're not looking at reality. Don't believe that. That is not true. It There is no truth in it. None. You mean to tell me the Wofford Terriers aren't going to 
make a ton of money. Roger, this idea that the Wofford Terriers and that the Southern Miss Golden Eagles will somehow benefit because now name and likeness stuff is opened up to them and everybody else in the country is the most asinine argument and reasoning. There is not one logical line of thinking that will back it up. To even consider it, it's just a waste of time. All right. Clay has been hanging on for a long time, and I appreciate that. Clay, what's up, man? Man, this pay-to-play. So does it make them state employees at that point? Well, no, because they are, you know, individuals who the law says they, in California, they can capitalize, they can get money for their name. I'm just talking about, I'm talking about if it comes back all the way around and you start paying them to play, does that make them state employees? If, well, see, if the universities are paying them? It, if it ever gets to that point, and see, that's way on farther down the road, Clay, but look. But you're talking about advertisers and sponsors. I, I, I'm, talking about know, I, I'm with you on that, but it's all, it, but it all, you say it's way further. I mean, it's 2023, but. Yeah. Then okay. Then other people start attorneys, as you were talking about. See, but it start won't get to that point. Up, okay. Well, let's do this. It, it'll never get to why, that why point. The reason I'm telling you it won't get to that point because then it won't make the, the money won't make sense for people on one side of the argument, and in this case, the players. Here's what I mean by that, Clay. Nobody advising 18 year old, 19 year old, 20 year old college athletes who they are the ones we're advocating on their behalf, right, lawyers and all this, nobody is ever going to want them to actually step into a deal where they go to school and pay for all of that and become an employee because they can't. the, the university can't pay 85 football players, let alone plus 30 baseball players and 13 basketball players and 13 women's basketball players and 25 softball players. They can't pay all of them enough – for those athletes to then be able to purchase their own tuition and books and room and board and food. They can't do it. There can't there is we're no doing, relationship. We're, we're trying to put the pack in on a level playing field with the SEC now. Because hey, these these athletes in Mississippi, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Texas, they're gonna go to Pac twelve now because they can get paid. And not to the SEC. Not that they're not getting paid already in the SEC. No, they're not under going. the table. Yeah, tax free. Yeah, well, tax free too. That's that's a good benefit. That's good. We'll see. But you know, are they going? Are they going to jump to the Pac-12? Because listen, then you can get paid for your likeness and you still get the money under the table. Right. So and, does that create a recruiting advantage for the Pac-12? I mean, and I know it's just California, it's not Washington, Oregon, Arizona. Yeah. But does that open that up for all the rest of them to say, "Hey, California's doing it. It's creating." Now we got to do it. Yeah, no, I mean, I think because it, if they all get paid for their likeness, you gonna tell me what Reggie Bush and I'm using him as an example got under the table and he he made forty thousand dollars above board for his likeness. Mm. Yeah. You think if he had to do it again, would he choose USC again? Because I can make forty more thousand dollars above board and buy myself a vehicle and be legit in California. But if I go to the SEC, I don't get that forty grand. Yeah. Legitly and be able to prove I was able to buy this vehicle, but then it's going to give California recruiting amnesty. Hey, and that's going to fix their uh, their uh, because more people will go to football games. Yeah, yeah right. Anyway, but here's the other ironic thing about it too: is name and likeness is the thing that the pay for play people have now hung their hat on. 
Because the other thing that you brought up to begin with, Clay, it sidesteps the pay for players by the schools like you brought up, Clay, because – Title IX. And Title IX, which now they're out of the way of that. It sidesteps all of that, and none of that holds up in any kind of argument. It's harder to hold up. You know why? Because, for example, for example, um, Felicity Huffman and the other actor – how, would they pay up to, if you add it up five hundred six hundred thousand a million five hundred thousand dollars just to get their kid admitted into the school so so on one hand we will have people that will tell us that there is no value in being in the school that the tu- I had somebody text me on this show that tuition is nothing it's just something the school makes up out of thin air and writes it out on a line just to okay. Yet, wealthy people would would bribe a school up to five hundred thousand dollars just to kit, get their kid in. Yet, you want me to believe there's no value right. in being at that school on scholarship? Well, let, let me let me say this. I truly, I'm a, I believe y'all on a rowing team, just by like the you way. At Mississippi State. Yeah, you you were at Mississippi State. ESPN used your likeness. NCA used your likeness. Mississippi State used your likeness. Mm-hmm. How much did they benefit from that greatly? Matt Wyatt should have received something. If it was $10,000, mm-hmm. Jerry Norwood should have received something. And, and let's, let's just take Gardner Minshew. How much value did Washington State get off Gardner Minshew last year? Oh, yeah. No, a bunch. Well, what's the value that the university gained from that, that ESPN run with every week, mm-hmm. that the Pac-12 network ran with every week? He should receive compensation for his likeness for his value because the university profited from it. Well, he got the that, he's going to get a great contract. Well, let me ask you an, a question here, Clay. Yeah, at some let, point. Well, and, and I'm not disagreeing with anything And they provided the platform. And, and here's the other thing, too. That's right. Yeah. And then there has to, you know, if you were going to argue it or weigh it out, then you've got to figure out what the value is that the school's giving him also. Can Gardner Minshew go get himself on ESPN at uh, 6 o'clock on Saturday night? He can't. There's no. no he, there's nothing he could do outside of, I don't know. Go Football. go hold Kirk Herbstreit hostage. They might put him on ESPN then at six o'clock. But well, I just drop but, the whole but, pretense but, of the but, education. Hey, how much value? But take that one year that Washington State would they had gotten that had Gardner went to Alabama was a backup at, for Nick Saban. And, no, you're exactly and right. Hey, and, and here's another I mean, hypothetical for you, Clay. Think about this one. I'd love to hear your response on this. Is another hypothetical. So I agree with you. So let's say, you know, Washington State, they get so much value out of Gardner Minshew and his likeness and the mustache, which we agree on. And let's say they fork over some name and likeness check to him for, I don't know, let's just say $30,000. What about the receiver who doesn't have any kind of name and likeness and doesn't have a mustache, who caught four touchdown passes, goes and gets a lawyer and sues Minshew and the school because he says Minshew doesn't have that fame and fortune unless I caught the ball in the end zone. Hey, that's a great point. And I feel like all of y'all, and I'm saying you as back when you played, I think there should be a payment for a freshman, a sophomore, a junior, a senior, and not a name and likeness. I don't care if it's five grand for as a freshman. You get right. five grand spending money because you can't get a job. And – because you can't get a job and you're expected to practice right. 20 hours a week and then go to class and go to 10 hours of study all week. If you could get a job, tell me where you worked that in. My daughter's yeah. a college athlete, so, hey, I, I got this. Tell me where you worked that in, Matt, so you can make some extra spending money. There's no to time. Take your girl out to eat. There is no time and for that. So I, 
I think you should receive that twenty five hundred first semester, twenty five hundred second semester. Well, ninety percent of the children. I got it. it. I got it. My senior year in the form of a Pell grant. It was more cash in my bank account than I'd ever seen in my life. And my it was my senior year because I was now past the point of being a dependent on my mom and dad. Yeah. yeah. My mom and dad made just enough. You know, they were my dad was a pastor, my mom was a school teacher, that the years prior as their dependent, I didn't apply I didn't qualify as I, I was still dependent on them. But then my senior year, all of a sudden I qualified for the Pell Grant and they gave me a check. Um, and I'd never seen again. I mean, it was more money in my checking account but than I ever had. You take, you Best take fishing rods you ever had. had. <laughs> you take, yeah. You take golf and you take golf and tennis, where a lot of the kids come from out of country to play. Uh, they all get Pell grants every year, and their mom and dads probably make more than yours did. Yeah, because they're out of out of the reach. I mean, I think y'all all should be paid. I mean, if it's athletes, I think they should be paid. I think the NCA NCA makes multi million dollars a year, mm. and I didn't know this till the other day. I was a complete idiot. When the NCA, when the SEC writes Mississippi State a check for what? What was it last year? Thirty-five oh, million. Yeah, something like that. Uh huh. You know, they turned around and wrote the university back a check to cover all the scholarships. We I understand their budget's one hundred five million. That's that old Miss. Somebody said Ole Miss is one hundred five the other day, or Alabama. I don't remember one of the two. They were talking about their budget, but you can't tell me there's not another three million dollars in that budget of surplus that you can't kick back to some of these athletes, all the athletes across the board, to get them paid for something because in they every can't sport. work because of the NCAA rule. In every sport. I think yeah. every, I don't think every sport is equally deserving of what football would get. Or maybe we should just the way the law is written. Produce. Yeah, and then, you know, maybe you just eliminate sports then. That way the school doesn't have to write as big a check every year, which is really well, not. Well, that's no that's, fun for anybody, well, man. Well, that's not what Title IX <laughs> wants, is it? <laughs> Y'all stick around. Well, all right. Back on the show, I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio, staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi, C Spire, customer inspired. If you're in the prepaid market, they have a heck of a deal going on right now on a new iPhone and prepaid at C Spire. Just go to cspire.com slash prepaid. Uh, check it out. Somebody texted in a minute ago. They said, uh, but there can't be a cap on endorsements. So the schools with the highest income, uh, highest income alums would be able to buy the highest players the same as it is now. That's right. You know, money above board does go into the pockets of the players. Money under the table still goes into the pocket of some of the players. Uh, so that's kind of the way this works. Um, and, and maybe by, you know, passing into one state, maybe it opens it up to be passed in other states. I know Florida said they were going to follow suit or, or at least try to pass one there. And again, you have to follow it. I mean, there's motivation for everybody. Why are certain government officials really interested in, um, in it happening? Why is that? What is their, you know, motivation? You have to kind of uh, look into that. It certainly could change things across the board, across the country. I, I don't know that it really changes a whole lot, honestly, in terms of fan bases and attendance and going to games and interest. I, 
I don't know that it really changes it all that much. It just it might change who gets the money when you buy a jersey with a name on it. But but other than that, but I think there is something to the idea that you go name and likeness, you can do endorsement deals while you're in school. Somebody but no caps, you say. Yeah, well, I mean, no. Look, so so how is this going to affect a play, an 18-year-old kid who gets a $2 million and he's expected to go to class or, you know, he's, he's maybe more than that. Who knows? Yeah, maybe more. could be an unlimited amount of money. And it is true. Um, again, it is true. It is a true statement that, you know, find the school with the, the most interested and wealthy alumni base and they'll be the ones that can get some of this stuff done. You make the promises in recruiting and if there is a rule, at that time, you just make the promise in recruiting and then pull it off when they get there. Um, load them up. Go out and basically kind of have a, a roster <laughs> that you've had some sort of, you know, off the books but down the road payroll and um, and load your roster that way. And another thing it would do is it would keep coaches like Chuck Person at Auburn and others from going to jail, right? Allegedly. I mean, I, I guess, right? Allegedly. Is that an LSU thing solved yet? No. That, uh, no, that's not solved. And, you know, it's true. I mean, again, like, you know, the most wealthy and the most interested. So, you know, you take uh, Alabama and LSU, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Texas, certainly Alabama and Texas, and you know, just figure out how to throw the money around and get your roster, get the roster that you want. And that's, again, why I say that anybody, anybody arguing this and going, well, it's good for the little guys. It's good for Troy and Southern Miss. Boy, that's the most bogus thing you're going to hear. There is just not one logical line of reasoning behind it that will line that up. It doesn't, make, it doesn't even make any sense. It's going to increase the gap, probably. Well, that's, that's true. It definitely will. It definitely will, if it gets to that point. But now, if you're a person who believes in free market e- economics, um, a market will arise and a value That's will right. be determined. And, you know, at some point, an equilibrium will be reached. Right. Well, and Chris Brooks one time brought up a great point when he was talking. I had not thought about this. Um, what if you're a car dealer in a state with two big fan bases? I mean, so like Alabama, you got Alabama and Auburn. You know, in 99.9% of the state of Alabama, geographically, car dealers want to sell cars to both Alabama and Auburn fans. (laughs) Right? So the owner of the car dealership may be a big, big Auburn fan and alum and donor and booster and all that, tailgate on the plains and rolling the trees at Toomer's Corner after the games. But if he goes out there and he strikes up an endorsement deal with just an Auburn player, well, it could affect his business. Alabama player, uh, fans might not shop with him, right? So you might have to be careful of that. I don't know. So, you know, it's ironic, I guess, just or coincidence, whatever, but just as uh, – the, I guess the Congress 
made a law where California can't require automakers to create a whole special kind of car for their state uh-huh. or not be able to sell in their state, the California emissions thing. Right, yes. That was the same time this thing came out. About the same time. Yeah. <laughs> they may not have it all figured out in California. That's kind of what it boils down to. Oh, and another thing. LeBron James may not have all the answers. I'm not I'm not saying one of the I'm just saying he may not have all the answers. And real quick, real quick before we go to the phone, Res Dog on the text line says, Matt, can you hurry up and endorse a couple of five star defensive linemen before the Tennessee game? <laughs> all right. Uh Divinity Equipment phone. Mike on the phone. What's up, Mike? Yeah. Doing good. How are you, Matt? I'm great. Thank you. Yeah, hey, got a question for you. Okay, you all are talking about this, uh, the pay-for-play stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happens to the players that uh, played like you before the pay-for-play? Are you all going to get together and sue everybody? Yeah, somebody will. I won't, but somebody will, Mike. Just you know, Okay. We, we can probably just get ready for that, can't we? Okay, yeah. Okay, now let me tell you something else. Okay, how much do you think that Grantman Rice picture is worth? For uh, the four horsemen at Notre Dame. Oh boy, I don't know, <laughs> but it's—I mean, it's got value, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing: is uh, my aunt's father was Don Miller, one of the four horsemen. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. Yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> and uh, her brother uh, was Creighton Miller. And he was the attorney that established the um, NFL Players Association. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, do you think the family goes back and sues to, to get, uh, you know, because hey, you see what I'm saying? You're name and likeness. Hey, hey, Mike, that is your family's, yeah. that is your wife's or your aunt's family's name and likeness. It is theirs. It, yes. Yes. It belongs to them. Right? According to this. Oh, yeah, yeah. According to this. Yeah. See, but, but, but the other thing is, uh, the whole family is, is hooked up with Notre Dame. You know, it's like uh, the one brother was uh, uh, Red Miller, who was the uh, captain for Rockney. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, so what's my family going to do? Go in and sue everybody? That could get expensive if Plus, you did, right? Hey, and but you uh, know, yeah, I, yeah, regardless of how this the lawsuit worked out in the end, I know one thing: as long as it was going on, you'd have lawyers on both sides getting filthy rich. Uh yeah, well, yeah, of course, you know, they're the ones that are going to get paid first. But you know, it's just, uh, you know, there's other things to look at too. It's um, no question. Um, I, I think you, I think you've got to look at is every picture now. From way back when, mm-hmm. uh, going to be uh, you know copyrighted or whatever to get money for all those families involved. We sure. got to get some money for those guys at Iwo Jima. Yeah. Hey, Mike. Good call, buddy. Listen. Thank you. Thank you very much. Enlightening. And you know, Roger, what I want is the numbers of people in the state of California who bought the video game NCAA football 1997. <laughs> I want to know how many people bought it in California, and I need the number of a good lawyer. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.
Back on the show. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. The Paul Walker on the text line says, if the name and likeness passes in Mississippi, what would stop ex-Mississippi State quarterbacks from getting a cut from their old jersey sales? (laughs) I don't care. Do do you have, like, metrics on your jersey Mm. sale? Nope. Long gone. Sorry, we lost the paperwork in a fire. Yeah, I, I figured. Eighteen yeah. twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. Bad year. <laughs> um, let's see. Let me let me do a couple of texts here on the text line, and then a couple of things. Uh, we got a news tidbit from Peta. People for the ethical treatment of animals. Roger. We got a news tidbit from Peta. I'm gonna play the Peta Uh-oh. theme song a little bit. Um, can you? Exp- this says a text right here. Can you explain? Why Joe played Autry in the USM game? I haven't seen anyone give any kind of reasonable explanation on it yet. Um, this is Casey from Greenwood. It says, love the show and look forward to it every day. Thank you. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. No, um, what I think is you were playing a team that early in the year that, frankly, it's in-state, and you had to respect Southern Miss, and you cannot lose that game if you're state. Period. End of story. So they played Autry. And you won a game. So, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Everybody that says, well, we shouldn't have played him in that game. We should play him in another game. Uh, you know, again, everybody just assumes you don't play a guy that you still win the game, right? Well, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. But I think when you win a game, you put a W in the win column. I'm, I'm past the point of looking back and questioning who they played and who they didn't. Um, this says uh, from CDI Granite Man. Have you seen the Gardner Minshew NFL memes on Facebook? I've seen some. If there's others, send me one. I'd, I'd love to see it. Seventies porn star mustache. Uh-huh. Duke texted in while the guy called in about the Notre Dame four horseman deal, and said he's lying. <laughs> That's all I said. <laughs> he just said he's lying. <laughs> It said, uh, Duke said, I just joined the show, so I don't know if this has been talked about. What ESPN runs a commercial preview in the game with the players on the commercial. Does that p- player get paid now? That's news coverage. Does he get checks from ESPN, NCAA, his school, and his conference? Yeah, I just, man, I don't know. Probably will on replays. See, again, my answer to you is, I don't know. The lawyers will have to figure that out, which tells you why there, I think, there are so many people in power <laughs> that are interested in this. It's because they see a lot of money and they want the money. They want to get in on it. You got to create a. You have to create a conflict, so that you can be paid to resolve the conflict for a lot of people. Government, everything. It's the way it is. Um. Yeah, Nick Saban. He does. What is he a part owner or does he own the whole thing? The Mercedes dealership. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think you know he owns that. I've always said, you know, people getting athletes, man, they're in school, they're going to class, they're not bothering anybody, they're doing what they're supposed to do, they're not behavioral problems, they are passing their coursework. I know it's a touchy issue. Um, They're making tackles and scoring touchdowns, and somebody gives them a car to drive? You think it bothers me? does not bother me one bit. News story. According to reports, PETA, 
just sent out, this is People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, just sent out a PR email calling for Mississippi State to retire Jack the Live Mascot following the Auburn game. Quote, it was sheer luck that this close call didn't leave Jack severely injured or even dead. End quote. Um, Jake Wimberly retweeted it and said, PETA calls for Mississippi State to remove Bully the Bulldog from sideline, appeal to retire live mascot. Jake said, at some point you tell, you tell folks like PETA to stick it, and now may be that time. I have a song for PETA. This goes out to you, this, this song dedicated to PETA. Sundown and what to my delight five pounds of possum in my headlight tonight sing along peter five pounds of possum in my headlight tonight if i can run them over everything will be all right see that possum gravy what a wonderful sight five pounds of possum in my headlights tonight well all right Five pounds of possum. I think PETA needs to concentrate on what is a real crisis in the animal community, and that is country roads at night. Won't have to kill no chickens or open any cans. Well, just a little bit closer and I'll have them in my hands. <laughs> I think the time has come now to go from dim to bright. There's five pounds of possum in my headlight. I love that line. I don't really care about that. It's the end of the conversation. That's it. All right, PETA. PETA wants a bully. You know, I, I don't know that bully needs to be near the playing surface during a game. Something could happen, whatever. Oh, but, so after the incident, now PETA's gotten involved. Yeah. You, you were serious. I, I was talking to I a was caller. Dead, I was dead yeah. serious, Roger. Yeah, PETA is calling for State to remove Bully. Their quote in their email was, it was sheer luck that this close call didn't have Jack severely injured or even dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the guy who tweeted that said, they seem to be us underestimating the toughness of Jack. No, the deal. Yeah. Are well, they going to get rid of Uga? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I tell my Uga joke. Let me hear better it. Not. Better, no, well. you better hold that one. Uh, <laughs> I totally. Uh, you remembered what it was. I didn't do. You? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the old Lewis Grizzard deal. Jason. Wish I could do that. Yep. <laughs> Jason on my Twitter feed, I actually 100% agree with. He says, I love animals, despise animal cruelty, and killing things you aren't going to eat. But PETA is a bunch of nutballs. <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> hey, Roger, you'll love this. In 1999, the Bassmaster Classic. I was huge into bass fishing then at the time because I had time to do it. But you had all that grant money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a guy named Davey Height won the 1999 Bassmasters Classic in the Louisiana Delta. And they had their weigh-ins at the Louisiana Superdome. Sure did. Trucks and boats pulled into the Superdome full of people, had their weigh-ins there every day. Nothing fresh like a fish weigh-in. <laughs> right. And look, Caddy, right by the uh, Superdome right there downtown, just on one street corner, PETA had this big to-do thing and protesting and picketing and had this guy dressed up in a fish suit and had a sign around his neck that said, Hooks Hurt. I'd, I'd be real careful walking around in a fish suit anywhere in louisiana 
<laughs> You'll end up on the menu. Hey, right across the street, literally right across the red light on the other street corner, a bunch of radio DJs got together and had a fish fry. <laughs> they sure did. I'll never good, forget it. Good old Southern boys. <laughs> some big old boys and some Cajuns. They were frying fish, giving it away. Put up a sign that said, free fish, fish fry. <laughs> and this guy and, then, and after everybody got up off the sidewalk because they'd never seen the word free anywhere in New Orleans. <laughs> hey, and here's another thing. Jared says this on the text on the on Twitter. Ugga and Bully are better off than most humans. Ugga has an air conditioned doghouse. Well, here's my thing. What about Bully and Ugga's name and likeness? What do they get? <laughs> they all look the same. How many of them have there been? Well, what if you own the bulldog? All it, over. It's a privilege, though, isn't it? Well, is it? Well, now, I guess these days all bets are off. Roger, oh, you, Dad you're Gummit, yeah. stop, Roger. It's name and likeness. It's that simple. It's his face and his likeness and his name. And he's oh. all over ESPN, and he's all over paintings and pictures sold in the bookstore and all over plates and mugs and everything. And if I own the Bulldog, Bully should be compensated for his dad gum name and likeness. Of course, now you'll have to compensate the college for use of their copyright. Bully. Yeah. I, round I'm, and round she goes. You think I'm crazy, but yeah. if you owned that bulldog, what would you do right now? It, what? Well, let's just, okay. Let's say that My California, dentist had one of the bullies. He's got pictures in his office. He's probably loved to cash in. If Right. If the same There's thing, a picture of bully with President George Bush, the first one. If the same thing passed in California that is now about, and let's, and it, let's say it passed in Mississippi, and you owned the Bulldog mascot, then you take it to court and you cash it in. Name and likeness, Bully, Jack. Ugga in Atlanta, name and likeness, cash it in. Everybody got their hand out. Everybody's got their hand out, man. In line. <laughs> I'm getting a hand out. Well, I got a concussion while I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at that one. I'm laughing with that one because concussions aren't funny. No. As, as evidenced by some of the radio shows we have around here, they can have lasting effects, Roger. <laughs> All right. Let's put this one in the books and move on to Wednesday. That'll be tomorrow. Connected via C Spire. And live in the Farm Bureau studio, it's been fun. See y'all tomorrow. See ya! You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.